Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Thursday. Hope everyone is having an amazing week. We are ready for a great day. Jackie and I are here and we are excited to talk. Yes, this is such a busy day for me because I am moving and I just did a little mid-move toast, you know, because why not? An MMT. It's so important to do. I'm sure people watch my stories like, oh my God, it's 9.30, like you're still in your apartment. Right. Are you going to toast? And I'm just here to tell you, of course I will be here for you guys. So I'm like so jealous because Olivia just moved and you're moving and you're really like moving on up. Both of you just like moved within your buildings, but to like bigger, better, more spacious apartments. And I'm like jealous that I'm like in my same old apartment but like I'm so not jealous of moving like the physicality is just awful like the day of isn't even that bad it's the week after with all the boxes Oh, all the boxes yes I haven't gotten to that phase yet but I like my move is going by so speedily this morning like if this episode goes too long I think I'm gonna miss the move that's crazy I know but and I that sounds like something that I would want to do but I do like to know like which boxes are where so I gotta get home but before I do we just have to hit you with the past five stories that you need to know we just have to and like precursor today's episode yesterday was like the biggest news day in Housewives history just like so much went on so this will be a very Housewives heavy show especially because Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was on last night as was Real Housewives of Orange County but you know my memory is bad and I forgot that last week or two weeks ago that's why we deemed it optional yeah and we vowed to like stop recapping it but I like was up all night watching so no well we didn't vow to stop because it was like if you watch or I watch we'll talk about it but it's no longer mandatory viewing for the morning toast and the morning toasters but you forgot that so you watch so I will give like a little bit of a recap because I actually have a lot of very strong feelings oh good and I'm here just to defend my Queen Elizabeth Vargas because everyone is coming for Queen Elizabeth the seventh everyone is coming for her and it's not fair Okay, cool. I'm interested to hear from your mouth what happened, not from watching two hours of television. Yeah, no. It, last night was a long night um, for TV, but I'm really enjoying Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I have to say. It, I mean, there's something about it that's just on another level, like not even better than everything else, but in a different category. It's like... The quality is supreme, like the editing, the music. The women are so interesting. It's only episode four and so much like it's really they have a nice rhythm like every everyone sort of knows where they're at like it's just really really good I think it's very obvious and it has been in a few situations that they had been filming for a while before we saw the first episode like before the first episode the first piece of footage that was actually used they had been filming for 
I feel like a few months. So they had gotten into a rhythm and there wasn't that like awkward housewives like introduction period, you know? Yeah. And I think that was a good idea. Something they did was just very good. It's coming off really well and I'm looking forward to recapping it. I just like got so excited about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I hardcore like spit all over my my chin. Oh. I'm just excited today. Sorry. I mean, good. We love excitement. Excitement excites us. I I came out a little strong. It happens. Um, Well, how was your day yesterday? My day yesterday was busy. Just, you know, with the move looming, like we were doing movie stuff. I also, um, I had a lot going on, but I I found time to have dinner with Kayla, which was just like so beautiful and stunning. And I got a new phone, but I haven't set it up yet. I can't believe that my phone screen has been cracked since I filmed my day in the life vlog in quarantine in April. Yeah, well, uh, I can believe it because every time I see your Instagram story, I'm like, why is Jackie phoning in from an Android from Mars? I know. It's really... It's really bad, and I'm looking forward. I got the iPhone 12 Pro Max, Mm -hmm. Max Pro. It's going to be so huge. Like, I'm going to have carpal tunnel, but at least my selfies will be on point. And I can stop borrowing. Every time I need to, like, film, like, premium content in selfie mode, I, like, have to borrow someone else's phone, and it's, like, really annoying well I'm at that time you know it's that time of year when Apple starts releasing all their new products so all their old products just start to you know mysteriously stop working my airpods like don't charge my iPhone is like always freezing so I might be in the new market for like a new computer iPhone uh airpods because they it's just it's always just such a coincidence you know all my so products start stop working and and I always do the updates like I'm, I always take care of my products yeah that's I take good. care. Take care of them. I do. But, but it's, it's But useless. also get new ones. Yeah, no. Tim Cook is like up my ass, like knowing what I'm doing every five seconds. And now I have to get a new phone because of him. Well, getting a new phone is exciting. So I'm excited to set that up later today. That'll be a fun activity for me. Um, Even though I probably won't set it up till like next week, knowing me. That's, by the way, people like that no, are I've never, crazy. I've never been someone like that. I've never been someone like that. But like now that I didn't do it the minute that I got it because I was really busy last night. Um, I'm just worried that I'm going to keep putting it off. I got Ben for, I think, maybe Valentine's Day, uh, the new iPhone, because he was, like, talking about, like, for weeks leading up about how his phone is, like, cracked, and it never works, but he's just so busy, he never gets to this. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a weird gift. It's more like a gift like a mom gets for their for son. For their son for Hanukkah. Yeah, but whatever. And he was, like, so excited about it. It sat in our living room for four months before he set it up. I was Every time I walked by it, I was so insulted. I'm like, oh, my God, my husband hates me. You know what else is insulting that... that- cut me again last night mm. because at Mary's di- uh, luncheon she gifted all the women a pair of Louis Vuitton AirPods and it reminded me of something that I've buried deep which was that for Valentine's Day last year I got my husband those Louis Vuitton AirPods oh. I thought they were the most amazing gift like yeah. he likes Louis Vuitton he loves tech I was like these are sickening and apparently yeah. the quality is amazing he did not like them and <gasps> he returned them oh. like I thought I nailed it. 100%. But also, how did Mary manage to find like eight pairs? They sold out immediately. No, like, I know. Because she's a queen. And she's we'll a queen. get to it. She spoke to God and he just delivered them right no, to her door. I love her. You know what? I actually have a totally new perspective on her. Um, and that's what I love. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, they're all so dynamic. You know like, who I have a totally new perspective on? Someone who was not making a mark on Say me? it on one. Three, two, one. Meredith. Meredith. Yeah. Love her. A Meredith Mark. I am a Meredith stan. Like, I've, I realized that last night. I am a Meredith respecter. Okay. And I'm on my way to, you know, a more positive outlook on her. Because in the beginning, I just thought she was like, whatever, I'm boring. Yeah. But I, I love... I loved what she stood for the other night. I could not agree more. We will discuss more in our TV recap segment. But before we do that, we have to deliver the Fast Five. So I think and we I should... And I think without further ado, before I miss my entire move, yes. it is time for the Fast Five She story. learned her lesson. Before I miss my entire move and I don't know where anything is for the next few weeks, it is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> 
Yes, Jacqueline, that is true. You did not lie to the people, but I do have to say one really quick anecdote, purely, purely anecdotal. Today's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. This holiday season, more people will be mailing stuff than ever before. That means the post office is going to be busy. You don't have time for that. Stamps.com brings the post office and now UPS shipping right to your computer. You can mail and ship anything from the convenience of your home or office. Nobody wants to be at the post office during the holiday season, especially during um, like a global pandemic. So stay at home, use Stamps.com, get everything. If you're a small business and you like ship out products, you got to use stamps.com. If you have someone, you have loved ones all over the country, you want to send them your gifts, you got to use stamps.com. They bring the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. It is a must, must have for any business, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller fulfilling orders during their record setting holiday season, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day. Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You can print official U.S. postage from your computer 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It is that simple. Plus, you get great discounts, so there's tons of benefits to using stamps.com. Like, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. It's a no brainer, saving you time and money, so don't spend a minute your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with our promo code TOAST, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in toast. That's stamps.com, enter toast. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Now that's a slogan I can get behind. Totally, especially in the holiday season. Like, there's yeah. so much shipping to be done. Head to stamps.com. First story, we have a lot of Housewives news today. The first story is big news. Real Housewives of Orange County's Bronwyn Wyndham Burke comes out as a lesbian, but says she's still married to her husband. Bronwyn Wyndham Burke is living her truth. The Real Housewives of Orange County star came out as a lesbian and revealed she is currently dating a woman during a candid interview with GLAAD on Wednesday. She said, quote, I like women. I'm gay. I'm a member of the LGBTQ plus community. It has taken me 42 years to say that, but I'm so proud of where I am right now. I'm so happy where I am to be able to be comfortable in my own skin after so long is just so nice. So I watched the interview mm -hmm. um, because I'm like, I think most people just have like questions about where her marriage lies after this. And I just kind of really respected how like she just didn't really have an answer. She's like, we're doing our own thing. We're taking it day by day. We're sleeping in separate beds, but we're best friends. I love him. He's my person. We're co-parenting the kids. She's dating someone, yes. a, a girl named oh. Chris, yeah. who comes over to the house and hangs out. And the older kids know what's going on. The younger kids are just like thinking that it's mommy's friend um so I know that a lot of people are like confused and like being like mean to her online because they don't understand it but like I don't know she's just like making up her own rules and like let her live yeah that's literally what she said they're figuring it out as, as they go she said they briefly lived apart earlier this year while they worked on redefining their marriage but they she said on watch Rabbins live like a few weeks ago that they weren't living in the same house so I think a lot of people oh. thought they were like getting divorced oh interesting I missed that that might have been when they were re redefining their marriage right. but now they're living under one roof together with their family co-parenting she said we are in uncharted harder territories Sean and I are still married I plan on staying married we are not sleeping in the same bedroom now but we are in the same house we're raising our kids together he's my best friend he knows the girl I'm dating wow that's just it's so unique it is unique she also said um that getting sober was like the the catalyst, the catalyst. for this whole thing because yeah. like she had never really 
been herself. And I know that a lot of people like think like, oh, Bronwyn's like, she has so much going on. But I don't know, it kind of, it, like, it, I'm watching her story unfold and like, it all makes sense. Yeah, no, it all makes sense. And she's so open. She's been open since the beginning of the season with mm-hmm. her sobriety and now with her new relationship. And I just think it's really commendable. And again, I like agree. someone living, being themselves, living their truth. And it's, it's yes. wonderful. It reminded me of what we were talking about yesterday with Elliot Page. It's like, you can't help but envy people who just like, have this moment and and just are so authentically themselves and you could tell in her interview like she was definitely really nervous and she did get choked up especially when the interviewer from glad was asking her questions about sean and her marriage um because she's obviously like it's uncharted territory like she yeah. doesn't have an answer for everything um and she was being just like really real and you but could to tell- even be like so open about the fact that she doesn't have an answer for everything is so commendable as well and it's just weird that like because she's you know has this job like she feels the need to come up with like an explanation for everything in her life as it regards to her marriage her sexuality and when she doesn't have like the perfect answer like she got choked up like because yeah. she didn't know what to say she's like we're figuring it out yeah so it's I mean if you watch a show you, you're not like surprised but I just um but this also makes her the first lesbian real housewife so there's right like technically yes because Barbara Kay um from Real Housewives of New York was a friend of she got demoted before the season ever started did she ever hold an apple I don't think so did she ever have a tagline no okay she was meant to be a full-time housewife but I just don't think they were impressed with the footage that she got okay but then there was also like one of Tamara's friends on the second season of OC I was doing some research I didn't follow I didn't remember this season or this person and I don't know if she was a full-time housewife but she was a lesbian too but like if we were going to get really nitpicky, I guess you could say like no, but yes, she is. Got it. Okay. Well, very exciting. Yeah. And I look forward to hearing your Real Housewives of Orange County recap. Oh, and um, in the preview for this like upcoming season of Real Housewives of Orange County, Bronwyn's girlfriend, I believe it's the same woman she's seeing, um, makes like a cameo and all the women are like, who is this woman? Oh. And Bronwyn's like, I love her. So I think the timing of the GLAAD interview was very um, intentional. Okay. Just because I think we we see it more unwrapped. I know now I, I feel like... I might have to start watching Real Housewives of Orange County. No, again. I was literally thinking the same thing. Like now I think that maybe we should because I will be... I just think it'll be really interesting. I think the timing was... Yeah. This was all okay. very strategic. I've only missed two. I'll, I'll catch up this weekend maybe. Oh, and I, ca- I caught up on both yesterday. You really can skip last week's episode. Like, really? It was so nothing burger. Like, okay, <laughs> I might. Yeah. I really might. But that like just goes against like... I know. The... I don't what it goes the, against who you are it goes like, against who I am like I need to complete things like I can't change a song in the middle of the song like you know okay that is like a thing that you do that like you get mad when unless it's like a bad song that I've never heard before and I'm like change the song but like yeah. if I'm in the car and there's like a, a playlist playing and like you're just bored of the song that we love I can't change it in the middle of the song yeah I don't agree with just that. like I can't just like skip episodes oh I can I skipped um, last week's episode of The Bachelorette like, I need to have every single piece of information no because even when I watch I'm like only half watching so I'm only missing that's 50% true. of an episode that's me these days that yeah. is true <laughs> Okay, now for some Beverly Hills news. We have two pieces of news. The first is that Kyle Richards, Kathy Hilton, and Dorit Kemsley all have COVID. The COVID concerns pausing production on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills run way deeper than an infected crew member. TMZ has learned that several cast members also have the virus. Sources with direct knowledge told TMZ that Kyle, Kathy, and Dorit have also tested positive for COVID-19. We're told they're all recovering at home and none of the women had serious symptoms. The That's seri- good. The series started filming its new season toward the end of October, and TMZ sources say that there were safety protocols in place, including testing and temperature checks, but that couldn't stop a COVID outbreak from impacting production. Yes. No, I mean, this is the world that we're living in now, even though, you know, I accidentally left the local news on yesterday, and I was watching the governor. They said they're going to get 170,000 vaccines on December 15th. 
Yeah. I mean, we it's for elderly people and frontline workers, which it totally should be, but like they're coming. They're coming. That's crazy. No, it is crazy. I feel like how did I like just find that out? No, I think I read something this morning. I don't want to get it wrong, but it was like a big number. 20 million pertaining to No, it wasn't by middle of February. It was oh. um Hold on. What I saw was that December 15th. It was that 100 million people should be able to be vaccinated by the end of February. Fabulous. Fabulous. That is is per business insider. So hopefully Real Housewives of Beverly Hills will be able to go on. Now, obviously this is just par for the course when you're (laughs) filming a show in a pandemic. But I cannot describe how little I want to see COVID on next season of Beverly when Hills. When COVID is done, I We're, don't want to be watching about COVID. It should be Voldemort. Like, you cannot say the name. I completely agree. Because Maybe. I'm dreading watching Southern Charm. I'm dreading watching OC. Because now OC, it's like, it's now March 14th. Like, the episode Got ended it. last night. It's March 14th. Like, Oh, wow. They yeah. really slowed that lead up. So just, like, kill me. Like, I just can't... Uh, Oh my God, I just called her Karen. <laughs> Shannon, she was being a Karen. She was being a Karen, running to Costco. Like Karen Medore. Wipes and paper towels, crying. Like, she actually does have, um, she is considered high risk because she has bronchial, like a lung um, disorder. So I get why she was being so scared about the virus, but like she was being nuts in Costco, like sending all of her assistants to Costco. Um, Karen Vador, sorry about that. Um, but what I'm saying is like now Beverly Hills has been infiltrated by right. COVID. But we don't know how they'll how they'll deal with it. And maybe if it airs in like a literal year from now and they realize that no one really wants to watch it, they'll just like Like if they just on. cut it out and pretend like it never happened, like I would be okay with that. Yeah. I think that would be okay. We'll wish, see how I things wonder, go. I, I do think it's interesting, like, which group got it. Like, do you think there's a divide in the group and it's Kathy, Kyle, and Dorit versus everyone else? Like, how do only three of them get it when they're all filming? Oh, interesting. And I feel like Dorit and Kyle are always sort of butting heads. Oh, well, maybe they were in the process of butting heads. But then they had heads. that iconic meal in Rome. With the sickening Where Dorit looks sickening. And so maybe that's the sort of thing that makes people bound to each other forever. Or maybe that's, maybe they were, like, duking it out. Kathy was the mediator at lunch and that's where they all got COVID. Yeah, or maybe they had a, another iconic meal together hopefully one can hope one can hope and it was spread in that way well I hope they're all doing well and that everyone including the crew member gets well soon yeah everyone now are you ready for our next piece of Beverly Hills news today that is like a big piece of news yes ma'am Erica and Tom Girardi oh my god are being sued for allegedly using their divorce to embezzle money to fund a lavish lifestyle so this is a theory that you actually I peddled on this show that you peddled on the show saying that it was a theory that it was a strategic divorce not because they don't love each other but because they knew they knew that Tom was you know on the horizon had some like bad legal troubles and in order to protect Erica protect the money they got divorced so the money was legally Erica's, and now that they're not married anymore, whoever is suing Tom can't access that money. It's actually yes. very smart. You also did maybe say that because he was, like, old and maybe... Um, no, I don't think I said that's, that. No, no, no. But no, I think that... was that, part of the theory. That you I think, like, exactly what I just repeated is exactly <laughs> what I said. You don't need to go back and watch the episode because I was totally right. <laughs> okay. One month after Erica Girardi filed for divorce from husband Tom Girardi, the couple has been sued for allegedly using their split to embezzle money. According to a complaint filed in an Illinois federal court on Wednesday, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star and her lawyer husband are being sued by the law firm Edelson PC on behalf of several families who lost loved ones in a Boeing plane crash. This is one of the Boeing... Boeing Max plane crashes. The flight was the Lion Air Flight 610. Oh. And so I guess Tom's law firm was like handling the class action. Yes. And the accusation is that they embezzled settlement funds that were meant for families of the victims oh, of the Lion Air Flight 610. And they're saying that they embezzled the funds to spend them on their lavish lifestyle. And literally like the expensive 
song and music video are being used as like evidence because she's saying it's expensive oh, to be her. Okay, first of all, you can't. I remember an episode of Law and Order. You can't use people's art like their music as evidence because and art also, is subjective. When and years ago she said that it costs um, forty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars a month to be her. She did say that she, they could use that, but they can't use a music video. I, the document Har- cites her. Marisha Hargitay said they can't use it. The document cite their her song "Expensive" with a dollar sign. Okay, that's not a legit... Um, no, but this sounds like the case is, you know... Being I mean, that's really bad. Going like, to the if, courts. If that's true, like, that's really bad. Taking they, money from, like, victims' families. Yes. They said that Tom has resorted to embezzling the proceeds of settlements that should have been directed to his clients, including, as the basis for this complaint, the widows and orphans who lost loved ones in the tragic crash of the Lion Air Flight 610 in order to continue funding his and Erica's lavish Beverly Hills lifestyles, the document state. These are allegations um, Com- yes. at this time, and they are... Um, will be dealt with in the courts, but I do think the part of this that is interesting, especially for pop culture, is maybe Tom and Erica did not fall out of love. I, by the way, and I never thought they did. I just have to say, like, I believe in their love 100%, but I, first of all, this is making me really sad because yeah. I see Tom as, like, this really stand up like moral compass almost like he's always telling Erica like the right thing to do and we don't see him a lot but he just seems like this like good hard-working guy who like keeps his head down and just like makes his millions but maybe we're wrong I don't know you really don't know people on television I just really hope that this is not what they're saying it is you know yeah they said that Tom's law firm Girardi and Keese are also named in the suit which claims that both Tom and the firm are quote on the verge of financial collapse and locked in a downward spiral of mounting debts and dwindling funds so let's just Let's let's plan this out. Let's say like they're guilty and they have no money left, blah blah blah. And obviously Erica's still like fabulous and interesting. I actually think like even if they are found I mean, guilty, like she'll still be on the show. They could also go to jail. I don't think she could. That she's being named in the suit. I guess, yeah. And they're saying that the divorce is a fraud. So that like Oh, every- they're trying to Oh, I I see. I see. They're I trying don't, to yeah. delegitimize the divorce so that she's implicated. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't know what's going to... We don't know, but these are some major, major claims. And, of course, it begs the question, is this going to be on the show? But it's just... It's so legal that I... This is like so classic housewives. I can't talk, can't talk about, about it. It's a legal matter, which actually this is so legal. And she might not be able to talk about it. But and that's what be, Elizabeth Vargas is going through right now. But will the other women talk about it? Yes. How can you not? It's such a big. So story. many of them have had legal drama. Like in Beverly, if this were any other yeah. city, I would say, of course, the women are going to bring it up. But they have set this precedent of not talking about each other's legal business. That's true. But this is uh, like I don't unless I they want to bring Camille Grammer back on the show. I can't think of another housewife like scandal that's been even remotely as. I mean, this is such a big Teresa. story. Right, and it was talked about nonstop. nonstop. I'm talking about Beverly Hills, sorry. Oh. Like, they've all had their little things. Uh, 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 Dorit has had quite a few things, and it's never really been topic of conversation, except in her confessionals a little bit this most recent season. Um, Kyle has had stuff with the agency. Like, everyone has had stuff. When, mm-hmm. And they've said that on the reunions. They're like, our husbands, like, when you work as big as they do, like, lawsuits are just par for the course. I do think that this is beyond like the standard rich man lawsuit. Because, and also it makes you think that it's definitely beyond the standard because they got divorced. Right. And it makes you wonder. It just it puts a lot of question marks around things. And, yeah. And we'll wait until justice is served. But you know what I don't have questions on? This is very on? curious. You know, what I, you, know, you know what gives me no questions? What? It's just like so solid and I can rely on them all the time. Oh wow. I th- What? Bruce. Bruce. 
Oh my gosh, wait, can I just say? Go. I was packing, like my move happened this morning and I brushed my teeth and then I immediately brought my brush to the new apartment because I was like, I cannot be looking for my brush all afternoon and all night. Like I need my brush tonight. It was literally one of the most important things that I brought with me in my move. Brush, if you don't know, we've been talking about them for a while. The best electric toothbrush on the market. The most reasonably priced. The plenius. Jack and I both have this like millennial baby pink. It's so cute. It has a fabulous magnetic stand that like is not like dirty and doesn't like get moldy. It's just fabulous. Brush is a fabulous product. Um, they clean your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute where manual toothbrushes tap out at just 300. Many electric toothbrushes are barely a step up from manual ones and some of them do a good job but they can cost over $200. But Bruch delivers premier sonic wave technology without the markups that big electric toothbrushes tack on. So it's a fabulous product, great for someone in your life um, that you love maybe as a gift and if you want to get a Bruch, you can get 15% off when you use the promo code TOAST at Bruch.com. Bruch is spelled B-R-U-U-S-H.com so that's brush with two U's. You can try it 90 days risk-free and get a two-year warranty. That's brush.com, promo code TOAST. Again, B-R-U-U-S-H.com. The, the brush kit includes the electric toothbrush, three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case, which is probably the best part because traveling with a toothbrush is like so much drama. And it's like disgusting when you just like so throw it in. So much drama. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's literally the best part. Yeah. Because we're always traveling these days. We're such world travelers. It's sickening. Sickening. Okay, next story, a little new relationship news. Chriselle Staus appears to be off the market. On Wednesday, Dancing with the Stars pro Keo, who was paired with Anne Heche on season 29 of the ABC competition series, posted some touchy-feely cute photos with the Selling Sunset stars. So there's like two photos that she put once she posted one on her story of her and Keo, and he's giving her a kiss on the cheek. And then he posted one. It's a different picture, but he's also giving her a kiss on the cheek and he posted one to his feed with the caption heart this is like the plot twist of this century yes. like everyone was just looking at Gleb Chrishell Gleb Chrishell and here comes Keo like out of nowhere like this is just the plot twist nobody saw coming no and I'm so happy for her me too like, they're really cute they're such a cute couple and I guess they waited for the season to be over yeah. I think like, I don't know if there's like a rule because Dancing with the Stars, they've made many couples, but they always come out as dating after. I don't know why. Oh, I wonder if there's a rule. Like, even Artem and Nikki, or even though the show makes you want, think everyone's dating. Right, but maybe they don't want, even though it would be, like, such a ratings boost for the show if, like, you thought two people were falling in love on the dance floor. And then they just, like, kiss, and, like, you can, like, study it and, like, figure out. But I also feel like everyone, aside from Chrishell, but Kia wasn't even her partner, everyone who falls in love on the show was is, like, in a relationship at the time. Nikki and John Cena, Robert Herjavec, and Kim. Yeah. I also think that most people who fall in love on the show fall in love with their partners. Right, but like they have to get out of their current entanglement yeah. before no, they can announce. I just think it's interesting how she fell in love with a pro who wasn't her partner. Yeah. Like, because you spend so, and that's why, why, that's why so many couples come out of Dancing with the Stars, because it's like those long, hard nights, and you just like work so hard together, and it's like perfect place to fall in love, heightened emotions. Um, I don't even know if you see the other pros, like that you're not paired up with. Yeah, especially during the COVID times. Right. But then they also are sort of in a bubble, and so it's right. kind of like camp. Right. And like maybe you're just going over to another bunk. Maybe. Maybe. This is cute. This I mean, is cute. I look forward to keeping tabs on this blossoming relationship. And I would love to get like some sort of timeline of like when Selling Sunset is being filmed. Uh, is, was she filming while she was on Dancing with the Stars? Because they were confirmed for a fourth season, but then also COVID happened, so... I just want to know, like, what part of Chriselle's year are we going to see? Yeah, I just feel like how I always feel, which is they're <clears throat> filming now. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I I feel, but you know what? I always think about how it's like, okay, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is on for what, like five or six months out of the year. So it's like, what do, is that wrong? Is it? That seems like a long time, but I don't think you're wrong. No, it's like, it's 20, usually like 20 episodes. 20 episodes is five months. Yeah, continue. Okay. So I always think about it. It's like, oh, how, like Housewives and just like reality stars work like, half of the year but then it's like the other half of the it's year airing. they're filming it's airing they're doing press doing the reunion and then they start filming again yeah. like it's really a year-round job yeah I just just thought of that um speaking of reality stars who we absolutely love the Kardashians are pulling pranks on FaceTime to some of their famous pals if you haven't seen this video yet pause this episode go to Chloe's Instagram or watch, Kylie's TikTok and watch the video on her feed basically all the Kardashians oh. are together right now yeah are they in Palm Springs no they're in a mountain vibe oh. uh they were ice skating I think yeah. they're skiing um well so I just have maybe to they're in Wyoming Oh, maybe, yeah. In the ski vibe. Yeah. So we have Kendall, Kylie, Chris, Kim, Courtney, Chloe. They're all together. They're sitting at like a... It's a TikTok trend. So these girls, and the girls must be freaking out who started it. They're college girls. And they started FaceTiming all the dudes in like their like brother fraternity. And like they just sat in front of the camera, six girls, like staring blank at the phone and wanted to see how the guys reacted. And now it's become a trend on TikTok. But the girls who started it like must be freaking out freaking that the Kardashians out. did it. I didn't even know it was a trend. I mean, after I saw it, I kind of figured that it might be but it's so amazing because imagine you pick up a FaceTime call and it's all of the Kardashian women like staring right at you I mean you also would be friends with them so like so it wouldn't be be like that big of a deal that would be exciting whose phone do you think they were using Kylie's I think yeah I think Kylie's also just based on how she had people's names in her phone like she had Travis Scott as just a cowboy Cowboy, and she had Stoss as like Anastasia like her whole name oh but that would make me feel like it was someone else because oh no I feel like everyone else would just have her as Stoss I, I, I agree. I mean, the, the video was so interesting for a multitude of reasons, but one, because I loved seeing how Kylie or whoever's phone it was, like had people's numbers saved. Like first, second, I love seeing like whose number they have. Like really, I thought the most shocking person was Dave Chappelle. Well, then maybe it's like, maybe it's Kim's phone. Because, or Kanye. Like, yeah. But then also Stoss, Kanye does not have Stoss's number. No, I maybe really, it was Kim's phone. I really still feel, oh, Addison Ray. Yeah. That, by the way, that was crazy. And I was surprised Addison didn't know the trend because it's a TikTok trend. Yeah. I thought she was going to be like, oh, she literally was so awkward. Like, I actually felt bad for her. That is, no, it was so funny. Then Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber, um, Dave Grutman, Lucas Sabat. Taco. And Taco, yes. No, it was Anyone just else? so premium. Oh, Tristan. And like, you really, Tristan. if you don't know the trend, like, you think you're in trouble. Like, you think you're about to have a sitting down. Yeah, too. 100. And so, Tristan saw his life flash before his eyes. <laughs> and so they recorded everyone's reactions, and it's just, like, so deeply interesting. So, And by the way, there were just, like, I watched it so many times because there were just so many things I couldn't get over. Like, I needed more. Like, they kept, like, they just, it was too short. Like, I needed more. I just thought people were being so funny. I thought, I mean, I'm just so obsessed, like, head over heels in love with Dave Chappelle. Like, I just thought his reaction was so funny. Of course he's smoking a cigarette, like, inside his house. Like, he's just the man. Like, I loved this so much. And this is yet, not that anyone asked, but if anyone needed more proof as to like how the Kardashians are just like the reigning queens of social media, of celebrity, of Hollywood, like this is the proof. Like, look at them. Yeah, look at them. It's really like... They, they sat and did nothing and also, literally I made... I love that they're all together right now. I just, I hope they're filming something for us. I know. I feel like they're not. I feel like they might be. They have one more season of Kardashians. I know. I just feel like the show is like really taking a backseat to like... I actually, I'm going to put, I'm going to put it all out there. I think they're filming. Okay. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say it. Okay. 
because they like have a heart they don't get together well that's uh, the thing else. it's i actually feel like COVID has been really good for the kardashians because remember how like in years past they couldn't get together for one afternoon to do the christmas family photo shoot like literally none of them between their work and their family couldn't spare one afternoon for a photo shoot and now it's like everything has slowed down they're probably spending so much time together it's probably so nice with all the kids too yes also okay upon further examination of these photos in the justin bieber video versus the Travis Scott video it looks like two different phones so they might have been using because this one looks like it doesn't have a phone case on but this one does very interesting so like Justin and Haley was definitely from Kylie's phone Dave Chappelle was definitely from Kim's phone Travis was oh they probably thought like who would answer Travis and Dave Chappelle look like they're on the same phone Tristan maybe is like Chloe's phone yeah I don't know maybe I'm not seeing it right but look at those two pictures one looks like a phone case on the phone and one looks like... Oh, my God. These are two totally different phones. We cracked the case. I just... I loved it so much. And, you know, I feel like I don't really know Travis Scott's personality. And I would just assume him to be really quiet. I don't know. I don't know why. I've always just felt like he was, like, an introvert. I don't know him personally. And when he picked up the phone, he was, like, being so loud and funny. I was like, oh, my God. That's what you're like? like yeah. You know, you just don't really know people. No, it's a great way to get to know people. Um, do it again. I, I just need more. We should do it. No, I know. But, like... Could no. all of our friends watch the show? No, and the thing is, is like nobody ever picks up my phone calls so I was thinking like how do they get everyone to pick up well yeah maybe it was Chris's phone you pick up you pick up on Chris Jenner calls but it's not like people are ignoring me it's like I'm on my phone 24 7 365 I'm sure people who didn't pick up this call and now they're ruining the day oh my god they're literally like stewing in their (laughs) homes like can't believe that they missed out on the opportunity of a lifetime a hundred percent okay ready for our fifth and final story a little biz news it's wow, like, it's been so long since we had a little biz news. And you know what? It's actually some big biz news. It's like, BB? It's BBW? B- <laughs> it's BBN. We did a whole Patreon episode about biz news last week. Because um, we they were like great topics, topics of conversation for when you're with your family at Thanksgiving. But people are staying with their families from Thanksgiving through the new year. So head over to patreon.com slash toast to get all the business that you need to know to like really converse with your family members. Yeah, if you don't know what AstraZeneca is, check out the Patreon episode because I didn't know what it was either. Okay, but here's some mergers and acquisition news. That's- is it the mergers and acquisition news that has to do with my book? Honestly, no. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's shocking. I thought... Wow, I'm shocked. Well, while I'm here, <laughs> my book is now available. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> my book comes out. It's available for pre-order. It comes out January 26, 2021. Um, it's called Girl With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster. It is autobiographical. It is really, honestly, very, very funny. I just recorded the audiobook. So if you want to pre-order it, which I would really appreciate the pre-order because I need good pre-order numbers in order to get into like bookstores and airports, which is my goal. Um, so the audiobook is available for pre-order, which is like Audible, Google Play. The obviously like hardcover book is available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and then the what do you call it? Like electric ebook? Ebook. Electric book is available at um all the places for Kindle and all the places. So if you just go to girlnojob.com slash book, you'll get all the links. Um check it out. Check it out. Okay, here's the BBN, okay? Oh yeah, I forgot. Salesforce. You know Salesforce. Okay. I know. I'm so glad you brought this up. <laughs> Salesforce is a huge company. Like yeah, it's I, actually a CRM powerhouse. Got it. According okay. to TechCrunch, what do they sell? Like Salesforces. Okay, so they force sales. And it's sales. also the company that Nick Vile worked at before he is went it? on the Bachelor. Yes, that is very, very An interesting. Interesting factoid. No, but I just I like they have a huge building in Bryant Park. I know it's like one of the biggest companies in the world, but like, it's like what do the people who work there do? It's like back end, like B two B stuff. You know, 
No. Like, it's not for the consumer, like you. That's why I don't know what it is. That, it's a business business. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? A yeah, business to business. That's B2B. Okay. Just so you learn something new. Yeah, B2B. Um, but Salesforce is buying Slack. You know Slack. Oh, so this is like some real fucking B2B corporate news. ass news. In a $27.7 billion mega deal. Okay, for like AIM, this is like dramatic. No, like, I know, but it's a big deal. See, this is where the Literally. tech world loses me. Like... It's a big deal, literally. Like, it's literally iMessage. I mean, it's a little more intricate than that. $27 billion. Have you ever used Slack? Not once. I have used Slack when working at a company. It's definitely very nice for streamlining corporate communications. But $27.7 billion worth of corporate communications, I didn't see that one coming. See, tech is just so confusing to me, the way they, like, value, like, random, like, companies, you know? Yeah. And I watch Shark Tank, and I know that it's supposed to be seven times your gross profit. And I just don't feel like... Slack is making seven divided by 27 billion, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they do make, I mean, obviously they make money, but I don't, they don't have ads. And, no, but like companies, oh, uh, they pay to Companies use it. have to pay to use yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, Salesforce co founder and CEO Mark Benioff, I wonder if he's related to the creator of Game of Thrones, didn't mince words on his latest purchase. He said, This is a match made in heaven. Together, Salesforce and Slack will shape the future of enterprise software and transform the way everyone works in the all digital, work from anywhere world. True. That's actually very true. Yeah. Work from anywhere, Slack. Yeah, WFH. Slack off with Slack. That's actually very true. I feel like coupled together. Yeah. It's, it's like, like this is like I a think corporate... COVID has been very good to Slack. Got it. As if the billion dollar company needed any more money. Needed more billions. Okay. This actually makes sense. Like I'm, I'm understanding the deal more. Yeah. And I just feel like that's just something that you can keep in your back pocket. If you're ever talking to someone, sometimes when you're on like a date with someone who might work in the B2B space and you're like, oh, what, what do you think about the Salesforce Slack merger? Or they're talking. How do you think that will affect your day-to-day communications? And, or the date is like, oh, you know, my coworker slacked me this morning. She was really giving me shit. It's like, oh, speaking of Slack. Bam. 27 billion, bam, yeah. hit them with that doo 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 doo. And hit them with that 27.7 because I think that shows you really pay attention to the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many mergers and acquisitions these days. We've talked about a few on our uh, Patreon podcast. McCormick buying Cholula for 800 million. Yes. Um, Random House buying Simon and Schuster for an undisclosed amount. Yes. When do, why do they choose to disclose and not disclose like sometimes? I think all mergers and acquisitions should be disclosed. Just because it's so interesting and fascinating and we'd love to report on it. Yeah, like 800 million dollars for Cholula but 27 billion for Slack like that, how did we get here I don't that doesn't add up no a hundred percent that's so crazy when yeah. you think about it that way okay now into our TV recap segment Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and I'll touch on OC a little bit because I did watch and the TV recap segment is brought to you by Honey you're probably wondering Sorry. You're probably wondering, is this the same Honey that automatically searches for promo codes online? Yes. Yes, it is. With Honey, you can also make a list of all the holiday gifts you want from certain stores, and Honey will email you when the price drops on anything on your list. What a fabulous um, feature. setting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, just add Honey to your computer, create a free account, and throw some holiday gifts on your drop list for a chance to win. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to help them buy something on their list this year. Wow, so Honey's giving back, and also Honey, its basic feature is just you install it on your browser as an extension, and anytime you're shopping at popular stores, I use it at Bloomingdale's, Sephora, like pretty much any popular store target and they will scour the internet without even you asking them they'll just do it on their own and pop up and be like hey use this pro- let's use this promo code and save 15 percent they do it at revolve they find the most random promo codes and revolve is expensive so like it really makes a difference Far-fetched. so honey is totally free to download and they save you money so i don't really understand why someone wouldn't download it um 
Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash toast. So the website is joinhoney.com slash toast, and you can get Honey completely free. And if you want to be a part of their holiday giveaway, no purchase is necessary. You just need a PayPal account to redeem the prize. It's only valid for U.S. giveaway for us and the giveaway ends december 21st 2020 so um there's just some some things i've been waiting on especially things for kayler that are like kind of expensive for the holiday season yeah. so i have added them to my drop list um and it's just a fabulous feature that they'll alert you anytime something that you want goes down in price and then you can enter in the giveaway so check it out joinhoney.com slash toast check it out especially as you're shopping for the holidays make sure to get the best deals possible yeah so people can get the get best gifts possible and there's so many deals going around it's like hard to keep up with like but what deal of all the deals for yeah, you exactly okay um, Okay, so let's do Salt Lake City first. Yes. Just in order of importance. <laughs> so sensational. Like, really enjoyed. And they didn't waste any time. Like, there was three events. You know? Yeah. Heather's baby shower for her employees. Whitney's 20s whatever party. And then Mary's luncheon. Like, they really did not stop. Yes, and I just want to say, like, I really, I'm judging the women based on the events that they're throwing. And I loved Whitney's event. Like, I know it wasn't as, like, fancy as Jen Shaw's party for Meredith, but... It was it seemed really fun. Agreed. And like a good ass time. Agreed 100%. I love Whitney. And I especially love. love Whitney and Heather are like my tied for first. Heather is my queen. Like I just fucking love her. She said so many she funny things. She said so many funny when things. When she was on the phone with Sharif and was like, make a right. You'll see me. I'm the flapper with the cankles. So funny. When she didn't want to go to the fight because her... Uh, Lollipop her lollipop drumsticks. chicken drumsticks were coming and then they did come but then she had to follow Jen outside and she said watch the lollipop chicken like, drumsticks don't clear the table that's so important <laughs> they're always clearing tables when you're not done that was so funny and that's how I knew like she was my person like yes she was being so funny last night without getting involved in any drama and that's such a unique to come out like the favorite from an episode and not have been a part of any of the drama like that is a very unique she's talent she's actually the only one who didn't get up <laughs> to console because either woman chicken drumsticks lollies no and also because like she just I don't think that she needed to I think everyone who was like going to console Jen because they were worried that Jen would be mad at her if they didn't like I think one person doing that is fine like the whole group mm -hmm. is unnecessary I and she was also like beyond being reasoned with at that point yes Whitney was very um astute in observing she's like I'm just going over to say like take care of Jen just so she doesn't get mad at me if I didn't yeah for not taking care of her so I really like Jen Shaw but this was not a good episode for no, her she was being both so unreasonable two episodes now and wrote because I watched them together me too last week and this week so I don't know which one was which but yeah this whole idea that she won't be friends with Meredith because Meredith talks to and hangs out with Mary and from time to, to time after what Mary did to her which at the end of the day was just commenting that she smelled like hospital because she had been in a hospital which, by the way Mary was wrong for it, but they buried they it so why are we acting like they it was, was it. not and buried also even if they hadn't squashed it or no even if they squashed it but you know what Mary did was like one of those things you always keep in the back of your mind mm -hmm. like Jen keeps saying she came for my family she came for my family but just because she smelled like hospital like that's not it like that's she not didn't a come big for your enough, family that's not a big enough gripe to make all your friends stop talking to this person yep and I have so much respect for Meredith because I I don't like this idea, especially when someone really didn't do anything very wrong. They just said something that you didn't like. I don't like yeah. this idea of like, you're my friend. That means you can't talk to people who I don't like. Right. Or this idea that like no one can be neutral. That's like what we're experiencing in Potomac right now with Karen Hugh. You're like, people should be allowed to be Switzerland. Yeah. And I feel very strongly about that. Yeah. But I also feel like if like that, this just highlight, comparing it to Potomac highlights how much of a nothing burger this nothing. is. Like Candace and Monique are in court. Like right. she just said you smelled like hospital. Yeah. No, it's so, I feel like Jen is 
really just trying to like make her mark as a housewife and she doesn't care if she's like wrong or right she just wants to like have a moment of throwing a wine glass or screaming in a parking lot but i also think that some of the context that she gave us in last night's episode between um feeling lonely because her husband's always on the road mm-hmm. and it's the one year anniversary of her dad's death i can understand why she pre-gamed this party and then yes. sort of got really emotional and i think it's it can be uh, amended 100%. And when she went to the luncheon and she apologized to Meredith, I feel like they're on a good page. She needs to apologize to Mary. Because I don't know if she knows, though, that Mary heard her say, call her a grandfather fucker. No, but I think that what she would say to that is like, yeah, you do fuck your grandfather, which, you know, but she needs to apologize to Mary, not for that comment, but just for the way that she's been treating her and trying to get other people to stop being her friend. They need to start from zero because if... Jen had any sort of case with the hospital smell thing. She lost it's it. It's over. By, oh, my it's God. It's over. And, and it's over it after up. she, like, completely had a meltdown at the party. But we can start new. And I feel like that's what Mary's luncheon was. And, and yeah. Jen, again, when And it Jen, blows up next week. Jen was sharing at the table her experience growing up and why she is the way she is. And I thought it was a perfect segue to explain why she got to that place and then also just apologize and move on from it. But she's not doing that. Let me tell you how I've so turned from from really disliking Mary. I still don't fully understand her, but I thought seeing her at church was just like a great moment because first of all, the people in her congregation, they like the way they like look at her. And so emotional. I just felt like this has to be a special person. And so like, I, I think she's kind of quirky, but I think that makes her who she is and why she's such a great congregation leader. The and way also she just a like, great person on television. The way that she just like, prayed so hard over Whitney's dad and like he was crying like I was like living for that no, moment when she was like and let us say and I thought she was gonna say amen yeah. she was like heal. heal and I literally I could like I was literally like so in it no I totally agree like I just thought wow this is a great person like I just I was turned starting to turn towards her side and I thought just the way she handled herself this entire episode where with Jen like Jen acting like an animal and like treating Mary like shit and Mary just like literally being a queen like so poised it's very hard to do when someone's coming after you, especially calling you a grandfather fucker. I just thought there's more to Mary than that meets the eye. That's what I've been trying to tell you. You know, you're totally and right. And so I'm, I, I really like her. I'm very much interested by her. I thought her luncheon was so interesting because it wasn't just like the most fabulous luncheon because it was fabulous, but it was also so interesting. Quirky. And like the Louis Vuitton and the engraved. And the fish. The embossed. Uh, the fish and the caviar. The caviar, the fish on the table, yes. The red carpet, the Buckingham Palace guards. When they were like, I don't think $8,000 truffle. I don't think that Mary knows what the Met Gala is. She just like saw it and <laughs> wants that vibe. Like, I was like, oh yeah, I guess not. Like, it was so It was inter- just very elegant. It was very elegant, but also like quirky and interesting. Which is so Mary. Which is so Mary. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was quickly on Meredith and Lisa. So I agree. Like, I'm, I so love Meredith. And like the way Jen Shaw acted in their house in front of their kids was abs- absurd. Oh, okay. This is so interesting because I agreed. But then I was on Twitter. And first of all, apparently in like the first episode, Jen Shaw is wearing an outfit from... Brooks's clothing line like supporting him on the show it literally is a tracksuit that says Max Brooks down the side oh that's cool and so it's like he's gonna pretend like he's never met her yet she's literally like helping him and promoting his fashion line and people are really starting to turn on Brooks is what I've seen oh no they were like I thought this guy was gonna be like the comedic like answer to our praise instead he's just like a brat (gasps) oh no yeah I I gotta get on Twitter and and also people are saying like they're just reading through him coming home from college to be with his mom there he came home from college to be on Real Housewives (laughs) 100% (laughs) when he said that he came home from college when his parents got separated I'm like all right people get divorced all the time like it's really not nothing to leave school and also like like, I've never seen a woman more fine than Meredith (laughs) so fine but what I wanted to say was I thought I really 
I, I haven't been liking but you Lisa. Know what goes on? I haven't been liking Lisa. Like, no. I just feel like she's really fake, and like, she's just so like she's she's the late- type of girl. I if if I knew her personally, like I would run from. Like, she just gives me such bad vibes. But I actually thought when Meredith told her about her divorce and like she got really choked up, like I actually thought that was really sincere. And it was like the first time I saw Lisa be a real person and yeah. not like a wannabe real housewife Bethany friend. Plus the fact that she's the only housewife who like knows on a personal level Rach Parcell yeah. speaks volumes. No, no. And it's like we, we got to get to know her. Like No, I the, like and between way, those two things, I agree. Like I'm going to give her another chance. But there's something about her that just rubs me as like been waiting to be a housewife her entire life for this moment moment is now and like everything that comes out of her mouth is just like a canned response that she thinks will be made into a gif that will go viral on twitter (laughs) yes but also yesterday you and i after the show spent about two hours like on a deep dive rach parcel and her family like rabbit hole just because we're like so obsessed with them and like their decor like we're just obsessed like and we wanted to know more and i just got so lost in that and then i went home and immediately watched the most recent episode of salt lake city and i'm like this show would be so good if Rachel Parcell was on it. I know. And I know she's too good for it because she's like a really good Mormon and I, like I know that I it'll know never if, happen. If the Mormon church like would allow her to be on it. I know and I'm just like that's that upsets me because we need a Rachel Parcell moment like she's just so fabulous. Like, she's so fabulous. Pantry. And if Salt Lake City has brought me nothing else like it's brought me so much but if at the end of the day all it brings me is that it introduced me to Rachel Parcell. It's, it would be enough, Diane. You guys, we are so, like, deeply <laughs> obsessed. You should have seen, my browser history is, like, so embarrassing. It's, like, rachparcel.com, like, right. Rachel Parcel Home at Her Amazon fashion picks. <laughs> she also has, like, a, a home line at Nordstrom. And if anyone's listening, like, can we get more on the home front? Like, I'm not really, I don't need ornaments. Like, I need, like, Rachel Parcel's whole Couch. house in a box. I need you know? a Rachel Parcel dining table. <laughs> yeah, like, House Just if anyone's box. listening, please. I we know. digress. We digress. House Back to Housewives. Overall, it's a good episode. It's a great series. The women are great, and like I love it. Yes, overall, I totally agree, and I'm liking everyone more and more. And I, I, I do. I'm liking Lisa more because I feel like maybe at the end of this, I don't know. I'm gonna give her a chance, but something was just like rubbing me r- the wrong way. But I'm really enjoying Meredith. And I didn't and see all that. The ladies. And also people, someone said like Meredith is a combination of Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle Richards. And like I completely see that. Looks or behavior? Looks. looks. You have to look at it. You have to see them. I, I kind of actually do. I, I do see put, the Lisa Vanderpump for sure. And I love her style. Yes, me too. It's like very elegant. There's so much great style. I love Jen Shaw's style, obviously. Me too. And I love Meredith's style. I enjoy Lisa's style. I enjoy Mary's style. And I think Heather and Whitney are just like so fucking cute and when they I think were they're the, very Utah when they were in the car on the way to the luncheon and the conversation that they were having was just like two people talking yeah not two people filming a show <laughs> right. it was just like two cousins like spilling Chatting. the tea and I also thought that Jen like just because Meredith spoke to someone that Jen doesn't like today Jen sharing that Meredith is <gasps> oh, separated from I'm her so husband I'm so glad you brought that up she is now in the wrong Jackie I'm so glad you brought that up I audibly gasped when she said that I'm like are you Meredith is such a and nice girl. And she also girl. didn't say, nobody knows, don't tell. So then Heather goes and tells Whitney. And then Whitney's like, everyone's wondering why didn't Meredith tell me? And it's like, because the news isn't out yet. No, I thought that was so fucked up and honestly, like, really, really mean. Like, I, I, it turned me. Yeah. Okay, now really quickly about Real Housewives of Orange County. I just, nothing happened. Like, I can't, I can't stress that enough. Like, really nothing happened. Except all the women are now just, like, coming for Elizabeth, being like, why do you not stop talking about your divorce, your ex-husband, like, let the money go. Gina's, like, going through this. It'll just, like, it'll keep you, like, just let it go. I've been there. Let what go? Stop talking about it or, like, get Both. out of court? Both. Get out of court? Yeah, it's like, Elizabeth said she has enough right now to, like, to live for the rest of her life, but it's just, it's not, 
what, what she, she deserves. deserves. Okay. And they're in Palm Springs and this house that she has in Palm Springs that they built together. It's 10,000 square feet on the golf course. Like it's just eating her up being in Palm Springs. And she's talking about it a lot because her house is literally down the road oh. and she can't get into it. And she's just mad. Like she has all this pent up anger. She gave up having kids for this man. Then he like cheated on her and had a baby with someone else. And she's just mad. And she wants her fucking money. And she's like, I grew up so poor. And I think the way that she described this, I actually like respected her her it was so honest she was like I grew up so poor and I worked so hard just so nobody would know that I was like the poor Mexican girl and she's like and and look how far that got me like that mentality and she's like I'm just not ready to give that up but at the same time that money is so toxic and like I, and I hate it too so I don't know she's just like very self-aware and the women are just like and now it sounds like honest the women are just like clowning her for like talking about it so much and like she talks about it with Jimmy and the women are like, Jimmy's going to leave you. Like, if you don't stop talking about it, like you're annoying us. And Elizabeth took it all so well. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to annoy you guys. Like, I'm just like going to, she didn't get mad. She didn't cry. She took all this like criticism that I thought was so unwarranted, given how long we've had to listen to some of these women, Shannon, talk we, about, we saw Shannon at the courthouse, talk about their motherfucking divorce. I'm like, you're really coming for this girl. Who's Gina. So then, then what's so funny is Gina was like, you really need to stop talking about it with Jimmy. He doesn't want to hear about this. Cut, Cut to, to literally Gina playing tennis with her fucking new boyfriend talking about Matt. How like one of the women in the softball league is like talking shit about Matt trying to make him seem like a bad dad. Blah, blah, blah. Like you're like you are the uh, hunchback who cannot see his own hunch. Like it was so fucking like obviously hypocritical. And I just I can't stand Gina. I try. I try so hard. I can't stand her. And that's the end of what I have to say. Okay, you made it sound good. I think I'm going to watch. Yeah, maybe I'm like looking too much into it, but it's just. No, I, I trust your intuition. Gina. And you know. So we're here for Elizabeth. 100%. And, and I, I have something to admit. Like, and I'm really sad to say this, but like my queen, Emily. Ooh, what happened? I just, I'm getting the vibe that she's getting like a little high on her horse. Like with the other, like Tamragon and Vicky gone. And like, she's now fun. Emily and everyone like loves her. I'm just, I don't want to put it out there, but like. <laughs> I'm getting the vibe like she needs to like take a seat. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. I You'll see, see. I could see that happening. Yeah, but they gave a preview and uh, Shane had COVID really bad. Shannon gets COVID. Um, a bunch of them do. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm going to watch and then hopefully next week we can recap it. And so I can yeah, keep I up with the Yeah, I think maybe we should add it back breaking. to the plate like with the Bronwyn. No, I think it could still be optional because I think it was like very, it's nice knowing you don't have to watch something yeah. but that you want to. No, but the thing is is that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is on at 10 o'clock so like you might as well just watch OC at 9. Well, for me last night, it, I was watching the episode for, from last week because I didn't watch it last week because we were off. Yeah. Um, okay, well that's our show. Jackie's got to go move. So thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast. We'll see you tomorrow. Hope you have a great day and... We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the morning. Sorry, I'm like for going. Friday. I'm going in circles. I know. Thank yeah, you so, so much. You don't want me to move. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the morning toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts. Find us, Morning Toast. Leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We hope you have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow for Friday. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.